Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. Uh, this used to be a podcast about history and politics, including myself, a modern man in Chicago, and the, Abe, I messed this up again. Can I, Okay, I'm going to take it back. Shut up, Abe. Abe, shut up. <clears throat> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a screenwriter in Los Angeles. And I am your other host. Abraham Lincoln, 16th president of the United States, and a screenwriter in Los Angeles. This used to be a podcast about politics and history, but now it's a podcast about making movies in Tinseltown. Abe, how was your week? Another good one in the books, my (laughs) dear sweet partner. How was yours? Good. You know, I. it's hard to talk about my week without talking about last week's episode. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Because I was a little down. After our feedback um, last week. It's just difficult when you put yourself out there and you write and you write and you have someone who doesn't even read really what you wrote. And they're just wrong. Do you, you know, like they, they don't get it or they suck and they're wrong. And um, you, you kind of took it upon yourself to rectify the situation. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so last week we got feedback from somebody and it didn't seem like they actually even understood a single thing ever. So we felt like we owed the listeners a do-over. So we went out and we got feedback from somebody else this week because we want to show all the listeners who aren't really fortunate enough to live in the wonderful city of Los Angeles that this is an important part of the screenwriting process. That is soliciting feedback and then, you know, maybe incorporating it as well if, if they're right. Um, and the thing is, is they, we are open to feedback. We are really, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like people, if, if someone I really respect and Abe, I bet you feel the same way. If someone I really respect was like, you fucking suck. I'd be like, oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. But no one I respect has ever said that. And anyone who has said that is wrong and stupid. Yes. Same here. So I've been counted out before. I think you've been counted out before, Timothy. And we're not going to get counted out just because some person read our screenplay last week and had some questions and issues and comments. So this week we have a whole... Just forget about last week. We're going to show listeners forget what it's like about it. Forget about to it. get feedback and then how to actually incorporate feedback in your screenplay because it's still a very important part of the process that we take seriously. And if you're out there saying, hey, wait, is this just the same format that you guys did last week that you're doing just again this week is this like a laziness thing and no that's that's not what we're doing we're doing this for us this is a normal thing in the screenwriting process so if you're not on board for that for the for that then i don't i don't know you're you suck too yeah there is nothing lazy about screenwriting people so that was a good three-minute intro let's just get right back into it timothy okay so you forwarded me this new set of feedback. Is this for the same screenplay for President Metalhead? Yes. Okay, cool. Okay, let's check it out. And uh, same as last week, this is just us reading it first time. We are reading it cold. As we talked about last week, this is always the best way to do episodes. We, we don't like to look at feedback or any kind of reviews beforehand. We just read them. So, here we go. <clears throat> Hello again, Abraham. Oh, this is a, a repeat collaborator of yours, then. Thank you again for reaching out to me last week. I am always happy to set aside time for you and your friend Tim. 
I'm also glad to direct you to additional resources should you need them. Oh, okay. Very helpful looked, already. Uh, yeah. What? I, I, I'm just going to keep going. I looked over the screenplay that you left with me, and I have to admit, I am impressed. Hey! Yeah, you have to admit it because it is impressive. See, we're off to a Maybe. great start already. This is good. It must have been a lot of work to write this many pages, so this is some achievement. Yeah. Uh, once again, I'm not sure I'm the right person to provide feedback, as I am an Orange, Orange County social worker and not at all affiliated with the movie industry. Huh. Uh... I'm just going to keep going. But I know a cry for help when I see one, and when I saw you and your friend Tim frantically trying to flag down cars on Sunset Boulevard, Boulevard with copies of your script, I could tell you needed someone to listen to you. Oh, so this is that, the the person that came up to us then? Yes. Well, I did want their feedback, so... I feel kind of lucky that we got this person. Okay. I should say that I am not surprised you have a story to tell, as you put it. Uh, that was in parentheses. Because as soon as I pulled over, it was clear from the desperate look in your eyes that you had experienced a lot. I do hope by providing my feedback that I am not enabling your avoidance. But that being said, it is my life's mission to make sure victims of cult abuse are able... Whoa, I'm sorry. Am I reading that victims of cult abuse? Do they mean us? I think think this person... Or do they mean the industry? Well... Like like screenwriting is a cult, which... (laughs) Amen. Yeah, sign me up for that cult. I think it's the greatest yeah. cult on earth. Love being in that cult. I think this person was concerned when we mentioned we were, used to live in the Scientology Center and the whole episode with Travolta. Right. And... right. Okay, it is my life's mission to make sure victims of cult abuse are able to fully integrate back into society. And if you are really so convinced that this screenplay is what will help you heal, then I will compel myself to share my thoughts. Looks like they're getting into real notes here. Uh, In the first act, you have your protagonist, Honest Abe, I think you called him, skinning a cat in a tree. Oh, this is that draft? You sent them that draft? Yeah, I keep putting it back in every time you cut it out. Yeah, I think we need to come up with a rule where, like, if someone cuts it out twice, we just, it's cut. Oh, okay, because every time we pass a script back and forth, I'm always like, oh, Timothy, he changed a bunch of stuff that I had. And sometimes you'll be like, there was a weird computer computer error that deleted this. Anyways, <clears throat> skinning a cat in a tree. I think that might be a little graphic, especially since on your title page, you said you wanted to combine the lighthearted comedy of the MCU with the gritty realism of the Snyderverse. You're probably going to have a hard time getting back any lightheartedness after the whole dead cat thing. I got to agree with the social worker here, but you and I can have this conversation off. Well, you know what? I recognize when I've been overruled because you put this, you've cut this out a couple times, and now if an outside person is saying that's not good, then I'm going to consider right. that maybe we need to revise that section. Right. I know you said you wanted me to read the movie as a feminist, and that's in quotation marks, so I can tell you, again in quotation marks, how good you and Tim were at writing strong female characters, and again in quotation marks, all the cool ways you and Tim were being really good feminists good that that's dope i'm glad glad they recognize that again i'm not a writer parentheses but a social worker so i don't know for sure but i think there is more to being a feminist than just having the men offer to go down on every woman they meet that happens in the script a lot yeah no kidding (laughs) we're trying to sell tickets here you know what i'm saying the scene with the witches also stands out, but I guess Abe has to go down on all the witches to get his superpowers, which, from what I can tell, consists of having an indestructible head. 
I will give you credit that you do a very good job describing the mechanics of how Abe performs oral sex. We we spend a lot of time on that. We dedicated some pages to yeah. that. There's a lot of there's a lot of text there. But you may want to do some more research on what the female orgasm is like because your depiction of that was very very off. Um Huh. How are yeah, we supposed to research that? Yeah. Uh, we can't become women. I don't know what to tell you. As much of as perfect feminists as we are, we can't become women. So there's literally no way for us to even know what that female orgasm is like. If I'm remembering, it says like parentheses. Abe goes down on the witches. It feels like they've received ten touchdowns each, or something like that. Or it feels like they do a seven twenty ollie or something, something like that. We we I feel like we build it up pretty well. We do, yes. <clears throat> Related, on page fifty one, there's a whole scene where the group of heroes debates the best way to get parenthesis. Uh, sorry, quotation marks. Freaking naughty with a sex partner. I think you can cut that. Yeah, maybe. I or at the very least, we can cut it down. I'm fine with that. We can. I like a shorter movie generally speaking, but it's just funny. It's just good, funny stuff. Yeah, how so. you get freaking naughty, we'd understand. Yeah. I might be missing something, but it seems that multiple scenes take place in a Blaze Pizza. Are you kidding me? This again? What is with people? Why do they get so hung up on this? <sighs> Parenthetical, I counted four scenes total. That's probably fine in most movies, but not one set in the 19th century. Google tells me Blaze was found in 2011. Okay. Um yeah imagine imagine in the 19th century people eat italian food somewhere or just like let your brain wander for a minute and and just like yeah no austin powers is like kind of a silly spy you still watch the movie you don't walk out you know what i mean you just buy into a into a reality where this silly spy gets things done so i don't know how to like do we have to preface it with the blaze pizza thing that like just go with us here i guess that's the only way to fix this is just put that in there on page 80 you use the wrong version of uh print uh, sorry quotation marks there t-h-e-r-e your confeticon character i love the confeticons by the way your confeticon character says there t-h-e-i-r uh really driving us up a wall while he is literally being driven up a wall by the Sentinel on a go-kart during their fight scene. You spell you spelled it with T-H-E-I-R. And it should be the contradiction... It, oh, sorry. It should be the contraction of they and are. Also, immediately after that, you added a screen direction that the movie theater will cheer and applaud at this very witty line. They will. I don't know what to tell them about that. And I don't think that's something you put in a screenplay, but I could be wrong. Well, you are wrong, and that's a good note. We can fix that little typo because it's distracting from how good that scene is. But also, and I think this is a good lesson for the listener. If you're giving feedback, don't make a meal of this stuff. You know? Like, if you're like a smarty pants social worker, don't talk about there and there. Like, we're the ones out here doing the work, making life better for you with our stories, so... Ugh, that just rubs me the wrong way. On the other hand, you did a good job explaining why Ben Franklin was invincible, even though he was made of glass. We did it! 
That's amazing. We've been we've been working on that for a while. Yeah, you know, I think all the diagrams we added helped. Yeah, because we said heavy glass. We went with bulletproof glass. We went with thick glass. We went with thick with two C's glass. But I think we finally communicated it. That's great. There are some parts of this I am not comfortable providing feedback on, huh? Uh, for instance, you might want to find someone else to read that whole part that takes place in Southeast Asia. Is there a reason uh, the Sentinel... Well, okay, so the Southeast Asia thing, like, okay. I don't know what she means by that. I didn't, I didn't know if the next paragraph went into that more. Do you want to cover this? I don't know. I don't know if there's anything to say. I guess we'll have to just get someone... I... Another lesson for listeners: Don't punt on the feedback. If there's a section, you have to, you have to give feedback on all the sections. Okay. Yeah, like we have a scene that takes place in a night market. That's just like a cool, fun um, market that t- takes place at night. You can go up and get food at them. It's it just takes a Google. You know what I mean? Is there a reason the Sentinel character gets so much screen time? <laughs> yeah, because like I wish I could respond right now. Like he rules. He seems to be in a lot of scenes, but he doesn't have any dialogue. Uh, there are a lot of scenes of him watching his ex-girlfriend from the window that I found to be very disturbing. It's clear this is how you two were trying to write about the abusive, controlling relationship you found yourselves in with Scientology. Again, I'm happy to talk about this in a more clinical capacity, but I understand that sometimes art is a way to cope with trauma. So wing and a miss. Swing and a miss. They're wrong. No, because it's just different. Like the Sentinel, it's very different because the Sentinel has a test that everyone has to take to prove how compatible they are with the Sentinel in terms of power. And if they don't pass the test, then there are things that the other heroes can do to make themselves more compatible. And I'm not getting a... Like, we... You and I had a good time eating that hot bread and water in the basement of the Scientology Center. We don't need to go into all of this for new listeners, but huge swing and a miss. Okay. I enjoyed the alternate take on history your screenplay provided. Awesome. Uh, I liked seeing how the Confederacy, Confederacy were actually robots who were actually aliens. It all reminds me a little bit of Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, which you should see if you get a chance. Abe, did we ever talk about that? Did you, did you ever see that? No, I, I don't have any interest in this. If I, I, But thank you for the recommendation, I guess. Yeah. All the parts where the cars transform into talking robots reminded me of those movies my nephew really likes, but I cannot for the life of me remember what they are called. I liked when the transformed car robots would breakdance. That would be fun to see, but you probably could get by with that happening half as much in your next draft. Yeah, I'm allergic to this kind of bullcrap too, Timothy. Yeah. I mean, let's just call it out. Those are the those are the Transformers movies. Who do, who doesn't know that? I guess that's what's weird to well, me. Well, she said she wasn't qualified to read this, so Okay. Also, I should note that the overall plot was a little hard to follow. I thought, I also thought the characters and dialogue were all bad. What? Otherwise, good work. I'm excited to hear about your next draft. Again, please do not schedule to reach out to me to schedule an appointment. Do not. I'm just checking that. Do not schedule. I see a lot of people out here who are trying to escape from reality by chasing some terrible dream, thinking that being famous will solve their problems. I would like to help you and Tim cope 
your with your trauma as soon as possible before it is too late. What do, okay, what is too late? Okay. Also, please don't stand so close to the roads or dare cars to hit you in order to make them stop so you can throw your screenplays at them. You will end up hurt. Well, I'm trying I'm trying to scroll down. Is that it? That's okay, that's it. All I'll, you know, she said good work and she said she's excited to hear the next draft. Yeah, and we'll send it to her. That's awesome. Can I just say the thing about um being famous that being famous will solve their problems? We don't want to be famous. No. All we want no. We want to be like um, the Russo George R. R. Martin or Russo brothers where you write something and then you can just be interviewed for the rest of your life and like make appearances for the rest of your life. I, I wouldn't call that famous. I'm not like Brad Pitt, but like that that sort of writer notoriety. Do you know what I mean? Abe? Absolutely. I know what you mean because that's what we're going to do. We're going to write one thing and it's going to do super, super well. And then yeah. like people will know us for that. Yeah. So, gosh, um, there were a few okay things in in here. Um, I, I like that she liked our alternate take on history. Um, I like that she said that we said we were being really good feminists, but overall, yeah, she just didn't know movies. She just didn't know movies. Yeah, but, you know, that's a shame. Really have no excuse not to know movies, especially living in yeah. beautiful Los Angeles. Tinseltown, yeah. Abe, do you... Do you ever think about our time um, at the Scientology Center? Just like when you're not writing or whatever. Or even when you are writing and you can't write and it creeps up on you? Um, well, you know, sometimes, you know, alone at night when I'm sleeping at the abandoned improv theater, I do often find myself checking that the doors are locked, that people aren't going to come in and drag us down for a Thetan session or yeah. that... Um, you know, I, I find myself, uh, I really only can eat warm water and bread anymore. And yeah. and sometimes I find myself um, standing in the shower for a long time and not realizing I've been there for hours. So, no, I don't think I really do. Me neither. I can't think of any, any instances like that. Um, well, another swing and a miss with feedback. Owie. You know, listeners, if you, if anyone wants to send us an email and get our script and just provide us with good feedback that affirms that the choices we've made as writers are like good. You, you can give us criticisms, but sandwich them between compliments. Cause that's only, that's only polite, you know, like compliment, compliment, criticism, compliment, compliment. That's what, that's a compliment sandwich. Do them that way. Um, but yeah, and if you want to send those in, email us at 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical one five minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, Abe, any last thoughts? I mean, we're not going to do this again next week, but maybe maybe we just give up on getting feedback from outside eyes because it's not really working for us. It's not, no. I still think we should be out there trying to get our screenplay read by people, but at this point, I think we know what we want to write better than anyone else does, and I think our audience is going to really connect with it once... Once we stop dealing with all these gatekeepers that like this social worker who wants to slow us down. 
And maybe when we're on the road, we need to stop worrying about the people that are on the sidewalk and get closer into the people with the nice cars. Does that make sense? Absolutely, it does. I've been, I've been thinking we really need to get into the street more. Like stop them with our bodies and like stop the car from moving and then like throw, like throw a script into the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, folks, we'll see you next time for 15 Minutes with Lincoln.